Louise, Louise Mara, uh, welcome to Radio Wolf. I'm really happy to be able to talk to you, literally on the other side of the world, from Germany to New, New Zealand. Uh, good morning, New Zealand. Um, good morning, Thomas. Why don't you say some words about your background and your work uh, to start this conversation? Yeah, really beautiful to be here with you and yeah, good evening to you. Um, yeah, I'll introduce myself in the way that um, we would introduce ourselves in Aotearoa, New Zealand, very briefly. So I would um, say Kumangapahatu Timonga, which is I would introduce you to my mountain and I've just brought my mountain into the room. And then I would say, Te Awa, and I've just introduced you to my river. Beautiful, mm. amazing river. And then I would say, Ohiwa Timuana. So I've brought my ocean into the room. And then I might introduce you to my people, Ko Nai Tuhoi Rawa Ko Nati Pakeha Te Iwi. So I've told you my lineages, and then I might say, call Louise Mara Tukungwa. So I've kind of given you all my, all my connections to the natural world before I would say who I am. So it feels very beautiful to be able to beautiful. do that. Thank you. Before you say more of uh, who you are, maybe I I just uh, respond to that also. I would love to. Uh, because love to I, I, I won't be able to say it in Maori, but I can say it in English. So um, being here in Frankfurt, uh, I have a beautiful mountain uh, next to me, uh, which uh, in fact um, is um, a mountain where there's an old Celtic settlement from 600 uh, BC that uh, you still see some remains up there on the top of the mountain. Not, not settlement, it's not right, it's an, it was a fortress. So uh, the, there uh, is an old settlement here in the Frankfurt region which goes back to the Celtic times here in Europe. And uh, this is a forest area is called the Taunus, which is a beautiful uh, forest area. Maybe you have heard the Black Forest in Germany. This is a little bit like the Black Forest, smaller than the Black Forest, but this is a, fo a forest like this. And of course, there's the Main River next to Frankfurt. And uh, there's a little stream. Uh, it's called the Urselbach, which is a little stream flowing into the Rhine River, which is exactly flowing through the village outside of Frankfurt next to me. Uh, this is the natural surrounding uh, here. Uh, and it's a very beautiful way also to make connection, not just between you and me, but also uh, between the places where we come from. And it feels different, hey? Like I can feel you differently yeah. as you bring all that into the room. And there's more of me here. There's something very beautiful about connecting in this way. 
It's very beautiful. It uh, changes uh, also our human relationship because they are not isolated. That's right. So we're not two isolated beings meeting. We're two connected yeah. beings. Yeah. yeah. And in the same way, you already introduced us in a skillful way into the very work that you are doing. Uh, you uh, wrote a big book that I have here with me right now, which is called uh, Reroute, uh, the nature of change through the systems of trees. And you spoke about also your ancestors a little bit and you know, your lineage is partly Maori, but partly also European. So you say about yourself, you are partly colonized and colonizer uh, in, right. in, in, in yourself. And um, you're working also with the wisdom that comes from a place like New Zealand that uh, is only exposed since a couple of hundred years basically to Western cosmology and hold, holds a, a, a richness of different ways of experiencing life mm. and seeing ourselves in life that maybe we all right now in the times of crisis can learn from. And that's part why I'm uh, very, uh, very intrigued to, to talk to you and, and hear your perspective and your work, uh, what motivates you, where it comes from, uh, and uh, why you think this is important. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you for that honoring. Um, yeah, I often feel it was quite a big moment in my life when I really felt myself as a braided river. You know, braided rivers with all those kind of streams within one river and kind of enabled me to really bring what could be potentially warring parts together inside of me and found a way to connect them and really um, enabled me to bring my connection to the natural world back into my sort of whole being mm -hmm. so then that became such a journey for me to put that into all the systems change work i do and to be able to bring that in some ways those those very deep indigenous wisdoms which in new zealand is very much alive actually and see that they have such a role in helping people across cultures sort of re-sew themselves back into the web of life, you know, back into the natural world. Um, and, and, you know, the, there's all different kind of ways to do that, but um, in the book Reroute, I really... I really came to the understanding of the special roles that trees have in this process. <clears throat> in some ways, our nervous system and their nervous system are sort of formed to co-regulate, to collaborate. <clears throat> and 
Yeah, so working for many years in systems change and big, you know, big issues, decolonization, climate trauma, just feeling how if we could if we could thread a different nest for ourselves, if we could thread a different container, then all new solutions would arrive in that different connectivity. So just how you and I connected then, bringing our connection to the natural world, you could just feel that something different could happen than if we hadn't have done that. Mm -hmm. feel that. And so it's like, to me, it's how do we get these different weavings in place where that where our connections across species, our connections with the natural world come with us as I weave a relationship with you. So I don't just weave a relationship as Louise with Thomas, but I weave a relationship with all my connections, all my relations to the natural world with you and all of yours. And the felt sense of that is such a different sense. And it's a very connected, means our solutions will be from a connected place, not from sort of human superiority, mm. but actually from something that we've taken care to weave that container. Am mm. I making sense? It's a big kind of piece of work to put into small sentences no. yes and you're making very much sense because also if i slow down my experience of the exchange with you and, and the introduction um it's not just um the difference of our superiority it's also the difference of our isolation if i just meet you louise and me thomas and uh I can relate how this is our usual way, how we do introduce each other. And then there's one individual and another individual, and maybe we have something in common or, or wherever, but there's a certain world building up. But even the language that you're using of weaving and interconnectedness uh, shares some truth that basically as we are talking right now, you and me, in some degree, it is not just Thomas and Louise talking because there's so much coming with Thomas and so much coming with Louise, which I am made of because I am made out of Europe in many ways from the natural and the cultural and in the social. All this is part of this conversation in me. When, when you say all my relations, all my relations are with me, but usually we, and I mean, everyone who is very uh, uh, just uh, in the Western cosmological perspective of seeing reality uh, takes this very narrow look of here I am and is very blind to no it's uh, yes I am that's that's true too but there's a whole stream with me that I'm not separate uh, from and maybe it's important to acknowledge that because maybe our crises are also related to the kind of isolation that we live. Oh, yeah, totally agree with that. And then these two isolated beings meeting, which I think really limits potential. 
limits the potential of what can happen. And if we put that into a human scale, and you're right, there's so many meetings, but people aren't fully meeting. Like they're not fully meeting. And if you take care of your connected self and you're, of course, we're in a process of reconnecting. And if I take care of that and, you know, if enough other people take care of that, then the way we meet together means to me that a lot of fresh things can happen mm. and it's born from connection. So in some ways, uh, in a very simplified way, I kind of feel two currents of life. One is the natural flow of life. Like the, you know, we are earth, my body's earth, I'm flowing in the current of life. Or mm -hmm. there's the distorted flow of life, the traumatized, separated, hyper-individual, so, or I'm flowing in that. And having worked in the environment movement for many years, most are still in that other current. Most, um, many are working for the earth, but not as the earth, mm. not with the earth, which to me will still set off in some ways. Mm. Trauma highway, not, uh, not catching this very powerful current sewing ourselves in and you know it, it to me it takes out the human um, superiority because then we're tuning in with the solutions not trying to create them from our mm -hmm. from our kind of human mm -hmm. disconnected minds if I just may I repeat, repeat the word that you were using because I think it, it very much brings it to the point uh, to work not for the earth but as the earth and just to see it seems a simple just change of grammar in this but if, if I really go with this there's such a different stand I'm taking such a so vastly different because there's something in, in uh, working for the earth, and of course that's great, that's important. But uh, in this, I I already uh, uh, take a position of separation uh, fr from from the earth, and here I am, and then I I'm, I'm an active agent, and da, 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 and I'm well intended, and that's that's all good. But I do it, I take it from a certain perspective on reality that's already outside earth. That's exactly right. And then uh, I mean, to do it as Earth, uh, I have to admit it takes something to to let that in. What it even would mean, and I guess that's a that's a whole acculturation or initiation process or whatever it is. Uh, but um, it acknowledges also that um, even from a very scientific point of view, uh, uh, we are an expression of Earth. Uh, earth birthed us. We are one life form, birthed by Earth. So we, 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 even if you talk it in a very Western scientific point of view, you you have to appreciate the truth of that. That this is true, and it's not just kind of a mythology. Uh, that there's something 
where this perspective that I know uh, I'm living expression of Earth uh, is maybe something that um, uh, needs to be appreciated or uh, if appreciated is really opening up something for us that is important and valuable. Yeah, I so believe that. And the good news in a way is that because we are, it's a natural process. So there's something, like when you told me about your forest and your mountain and your river, I could feel your love. I could feel that turn on. You know, I could feel... um, I could feel your connectivity and I could feel that stream running through and the mountain and the forest because of what you transmitted. So then I can feel where you kind of stand on this earth. So we can make it really hard in a way, but actually because of what we are, it's not necessarily as hard as we think, but it is a, it is a change of orientation. Mm-hmm. There's something that just comes to my mind as you're talking uh, that illustrates that for me, because you are talking about my love for the mountain. And uh, I have to add that I, I am, I'm living here in Frankfurt, but my origins are from Austria, from the Alps. And I, uh, uh, I just have a deep relationship to the Alps. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a certain place in the Alps uh, uh, where I, I come from the city, but we came there several times a year, and it's uh, from basically my first years on. And when I revisited this place something like 10 or 20 years ago, uh, after having been there for a while, there was something that really stood out for me i realized um because i was there as a very young child uh, less than one year old uh, when you as young uh, basically the world as it shows up is basically the landing place for you of the world the world shows you what it is and I realized that these mountains were just part of my first impressions of what Earth life being human is. So somehow I really had the impression, sounds a little crazy, uh, that I'm partly created through these mountains because they were my entryway into becoming human, becoming an adult, becoming Austrian, German, whatever I became afterwards. But there's something in the DNA uh, that uh, um, wants to be honored. Uh, And of course, a a powerful place like the Alps uh, sticks very much out. It's true for for all places, Uh, but their kind of uh, mountain is it's just a very impressive nature place. That's why they, they stick out. But it's, it's, this is not only true for big mountains like the Alps. This is true for any kind of natural place in the end. Yeah. You're pointing at something, I think, very profound and not talked about much. Um, I know some traditions do, but your birthplace, 
and your that relationship with your DNA. There's there's a lot in that, and it's as you again spoke about the Alps. They also came into the room, and there's something about we would say in our culture, Tūranga Waiwa, your place to stand, and the link to your place of birth gives you access to you know, to the Modi, the life force. There's something you can access there that I can't access in the same way there because I wasn't born there. There's something very resonant in your body that you, again, we can learn to turn on, that connection. Mm. So again, to speak of that, I can feel it. And again, if I speak of my place of birth, um, it's a very remote area of New Zealand, very ancient forests, never been milled. Um, there's some milling around the edges. Uh, very mysterious. My people are called children of the mist. It's like the veils of them. Mm. So now it's like my place of origin and your place of origin, mm. <laughs> like here. And there's something else then we have access to. Mm. And this is what, to me, our new era of, if, if we could take the time instead of, and we can do it all at the same time because I know we're in a crisis, but this reconnective work, to me, yields so much more um, power and powerful solutions because of what we have access to, to be able to um, recreate a world where all beings thrive. Like there's something possible that isn't possible from a separated human mind. Mm. Do you want to say more when you say there's something possible? I, it's very obvious that uh, you have a, a vision of something uh, that is uh, important here. Well, one thing I notice more and more in my own life is when I'm in that flow of life, when I'm very connected and I'm, you know, I'm in that current, I'm not in the distorted current. Mm you know, synchronicity happens all the time. So I'm not planning my life. I'm receiving how life meets me through this person, through that circumstance, through this. It, it all just unfolds with some ease, some grace, and just delivers far more to me than what I would do in my trying working it out, <laughs> foreseeing way. Hey, they're quite different. So, and when I, I work with a lot of big groups of people, when a group of people get into that space, it's magnificent. It's magnificent. Um, the sense and the possibility and even what arrives as possibilities because of a you know coherence but a really connected 
group of people supported by their ancestors, their place, their um, their birthplaces, their connections. You know, you're really taking the human ego out in a way at that point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, and you know, the method I've kind of put out into the world around working with a tree. It's not the only way, but it certainly is a really easily accessible way mm. for people to get a felt sense of that. So they form this relationship. You bring your tree, I bring my tree. Mm-hmm. And so we're here because the tree gives us access to the whole network underground. You know, this the tree isn't a isn't an isolated being, neither are we, but we think we are. So you know, it, it, as soon as people can get that felt sense of their true nature, their interconnected nature, their interbeing, their, there's quite a different me in the room. There's quite a different them in the room. Mm-hmm. But maybe if you want to say more about uh, why the tree is in your work such uh, a central um, way, I mean, you said there are different ways, but it seems that uh, you've you've chosen to to really highlight our relationship to trees, and uh, I do have some thoughts about that. And I also, of course, read in your book. Uh, but why tree? Yeah, um, I have a few reasons. One is. Um, one is how how deeply I feel often a walking tree. Mm-hmm. How deeply I feel them as a stationary human. <laughs> Do you know, there's something so similar in our beings that that relationship becomes like a portal relationship. And even with people who don't buy any of this and I'll take them on a process because I work with a lot of leaders and I get them all to befriend a tree. Mm-hmm. So even my chief executives out of New York will go, well, this is mad, but I'm like, yeah, but we're going to do it. Like, let's give it a go. Very quickly, they'll feel one tree different than another tree. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that one feels different than that one. So already something switches on. So there's connectivity is much easier and because the trees are so relational and they're easier to relate to than a rock mm-hmm. they're relational beings you know they reach out there's something that happens in the in the um, relational space that is um, for people much easier to access and there's so many displaced people who don't have connectivity that I was also trying to write it as a systems change book. So to kind of reach people that they can walk outside and find a tree and they can start to, to experience the interconnected self via that relationship. Mm-hmm. So it kind of opens, it's a doorway. And... Yeah, it's a powerful one. 
I could say a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's great because there's, I mean, just listening to you and also uh, hearing you, how important it is to reconnect. Um, it's also that uh, something like a tree is really an entry, an entry way to connection that uh, is all around us uh, for most of us all the time. And and I also do appreciate your your, your relatedness to trees. That's a, I I I never th uh, thought about trees in the way uh, as a social being. But of course, you're you're completely uh, uh, right because <laughs> trees happen to uh, live in woods. Uh, <laughs> just to put it that way, uh, yeah, that's the that, that's the usual environment. Even if there's standing on their own there and big trees but usually the, the, the home place for a tree is the forest uh, so uh, there's there's something and of course uh, you you also hinted to the other uh, the trees are just very rooted i mean uh, even the word roots comes are archetypal from a tree root usually when you think about roots uh, the first thing we usually think about is a tree root in 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 in, in that in that sense there's there's something uh, in, in, in a tree and in the relationship where uh, it's hard to, to, to experience a tree without its rootedness. Mm. And of course, also uh, the rootedness in the other direction, yes, exactly. uh, which is a very interesting thing because uh, somehow a tree, a tree has these roots in both directions, if you want to say so. So it's deeply also in the sky uh, with everything. And um, in that sense, there's 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 something that, that having a relationship with with a tree is also having a relationship with something that's very fundamental for our human way of being on Earth, in yeah. being uh, rooted and being also in the skies and in the heavens at at, at the same time. So, I I, I do appreciate that um, just. Uh, even if it's a playful relationship with trees, uh, it is opening something uh, that is very uh, real and very uh, strengthening, powerful. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. And, you know, for so many people, they feel so unrooted. And, you know, in forming this relationship with a tree, you actually get to co-regulate in such a deep way that you get to experience what rootedness feels like and I totally agree in both directions because in some ways I think we both photosynthesize like this is it's a bit outrageous I know but yeah. you know because we also absorb light into breath and you know our functions in some ways aren't necessarily all that different so we get to experience what, you know, we've got such a narrow view, which you said before, of our humanity, when actually it's a magnificent thing we are. Mm -hmm. So this relationship helps you experience your relationship to light, your relationship to the sky, and this deeply rooted in the human body down into the earth, ancestral roots and the network underneath so 
even though it is a really portal relationship and it's a it's one that I've really seen people actually be able to turn this relating on hmm. really well in short times. Hmm. It's not a shallow relationship. It's a very hmm. deep learning, transformative relationship. I appreciate it very much. There's something uh, I want to bring up and it goes a little in some way away from the trees, but in some way not at all. Because as we are talking and as we are talking about our natural environment and uh, or my natural environment, the trees outside uh, the house here and your natural environment, uh, I'm, I become more and more also aware again how we are talking literally around the globe mm. as we are talking. And I have to admit uh, that doing a lot of work on Zoom, also with, with large groups on Zoom, uh, my relationship to Earth changed. Because there's, there's, there's something um, where uh, I have a, 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 a living relationship to this like, huge body the, where you are literally right now on the other side of it and, and, and it's uh, between us with all its waters and all its land mass and uh, and quite often this is uh, uh, something that, that we have of course as a concept and, and we, we, we know globes and we maps or so, 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 something but there's something where our global awareness of, of a global uh, uh, as, 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 a, as a humanity on earth uh, is not only abstract anymore mm. but there's some indigenous form of globalness coming in i feel because uh, uh, i have a relationship to the mountain here in frankfurt and and and, and to the trees and to the river but there's something and it comes very much of being in conversation with people that are all around this globe, that I have a sense relationship uh, to, uh, to this huge body, uh, which I find, uh, and that's my question also, maybe there's also a new birthing of a global indigeneity uh, that uh, we need in our times, because indigeneity usually was local, uh, out of uh, very obvious reasons, but uh, we are somehow local on this globe called Earth, and uh, we, we have to appreciate that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I feel that too. Like we're all indigenous to this planet, and that's why there's so much we can do. I feel if we all reconnect. Um, and if we, you know, like Zoom, is such, you know, how do we, you know, how do we, well, we did it, but you know what I mean? There's such a difference, like this conversation to me is nourishing, non-taxing, 
you know, this if, if we actually really acknowledge each place where people is from, but it's kind of like global feeling, like more and more when someone's on Zoom, I can feel their land. Mm-hmm. Unless they're entirely shut off from it, it's harder. But do you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. we all are on the earth grid in certain places, and as we gather, we form a constellation. But again, we miss out these layers, hey, that that make the most use of that constellation for birthing this global indigeneity. So, so many of our meetings and ways of meeting reinforce something that really has to be undone. Mm. Coming also to the end of our time here, Louis, uh, thank you so much for this conversation. Uh, if people want to get in touch with your work, what's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, um, my website's www.reroute.world. So there's a there's a course on there that leads people through a whole process. There's contact information on there and you can purchase the book on there as well. Um, I'll probably do some online courses at some stage, but I'm just taking my time for now. Sure, sure. Love to collaborate. (laughs) Thank you, Thomas. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. That's right.